Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is kind of a rinse and repeat Monday. Like, yeah. the only difference is Jimmy Haslam didn't fire the guy. Well, he didn't fire yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah, he fired somebody. Also, you still think there's a chance. Oh, I don't know. I, I, what I will agree to you, just as we start the show here, and Joe Woods has been fired. Uh, we're going to hear from Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry during this show at 3.30, so we're going to have plenty to react to on today's show. But I, I don't know about you. I was watching that game yesterday, and usually at the end of the season, I'm just, man, I hate it. I, I'm going to miss the Browns, I mean, all this stuff. Anybody else just feel relieved yesterday? Um, relieved why? Just that, that it was done, that this season specifically was done. I mean, I'm happy it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy that we can now sort of go into this off season and figure out what the hell we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm happy that we now have our six game sample size with Deshaun Watson and we've got something to talk about there. We've got. Yeah, we've got some answers. Um, I, I don't know that uh, going into this offseason, like the expectations are going to be really high for next year. Like I, I'll say this. I mean, it's it's over. I'm glad it's over. Uh, thank God it's over. We don't have to deal with any of these awful performances anymore. But this is not going to be a fun next eight months. Oh, I see. I So I... I agree with you that we should we should maintain frustration until Kevin Stefanski proves he can coach and no 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 until he proves he can lead and Andrew Barry proves that he can GM. I agree with you that we should. I guarantee you if they hire Brian Flores in 3 weeks, a lot of people who today are restless and angry and frustrated are going to be right back on that bandwagon. I I just think it's the reality of of being a Browns fan. I think you find yours I think you find ways to trick yourselves into continuing your interest and love of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I just think that's the so I I think a lot of us are pissed off today. Some of us are completely um numb to what has happened this season. But like in a way, I thought yesterday I thought the way yesterday went down was about as good as things could have actually gone for the Browns organization. Because it was like a it was like a, a time capsule. Yet yesterday's loss to Pittsburgh perfectly encapsulates the sixteen games before it. Defense couldn't stop the run. Then defense couldn't stop anything else. Right. Then the offensive line couldn't stop Pittsburgh's defense. You didn't run Nick Chubb enough. 
And Deshaun Watson looked pretty god-awful in the second half. Like, that really was. If there was ever a game where you could say, ah, those four quarters summed up the first 16 games, that was it yesterday. Yeah, it's just amazing. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I don't think are a, a better overall talented roster than the Cleveland Browns, they just kicked your ass. I mean, they that's that was an ass. I don't even know that ass whooping. I mean, def, it was def, like properly. It, it, and by the way, I mean the Browns lose twenty eight fourteen, and they left seven on the board because Tomlin decided not to challenge that first touchdown, which was definitely a touchdown. I mean, it should have been thirty five fourteen. Could have been worse actually. Mm-hmm. And yet the whole time, like even when Deshaun played really, what was he nine for twelve? He started nine for twelve, over a hundred yards and a touchdown. Yeah. In my head, I was like. I don't like the way I felt like the defense was a little too bend, not breaky and over four quarters, you're going to break. And it felt like it felt like Pittsburgh showcased their identity yesterday. And as I was watching the Browns, I was like, oh, this is just uh, 22 guys running around on the field. Okay, yeah, the, the, the Pittsburgh identity is running the football. I mean, no one wanted to have anything to do with Najee Harris. Nor would I, by the way. <laughs> Dude, I mean that is guy. A look, unit. He looks like a unit. I mean, Mike. He threw Miles Garrett to the ground. So I, I, we we're talking about this in the the pre-show. There's a. I think it was Alex Wright. Alex, if it wasn't you, I'm sorry. Where it, it but it was one of the bigger defensive linemen. Um, he already Najee had already been met by another Brown. He was dragging one Browns defensive lineman or yeah. one defender, and this other one just thought he was just gonna like come over top and just uses weight to collapse Najee Harris, and he didn't. And you could tell, like, as the guy was getting up, he was like, what the hell? Why? why? That didn't work? Like, because Najee just continued to run, and it took about five Browns players to bring him down. Yeah. I mean, it, it whether it was him, whether it was, um, you know, you name the running back that no one's ever heard of that they just give the football to and they run for eight yards. Like, mm-hmm. they could run for, for days in that game. And then, listen... I know Kenny Pickett, people want to be a hater and say, you know, the Browns stink, the Browns defense stinks, this, that, and the other. And maybe Kenny Pickett's not the future in Pittsburgh. I don't, I have no idea. The guy's mm-hmm. a rookie. He made three throws to win that game on third down that were as good as any quarterback in football. I feel like that's going to be the long-term thing with Pickett in Pittsburgh. It's equal parts. But isn't, wasn't that always kind of Big Ben, too? Like, he would have bad games. But like in certain moments when you had to have that crucial he would third make down, the big throw. he'd make the big throw. Yeah. And I just watching. All right, I I just said this with with Andy and Jeff as they were walking out. I feel like there's no hot take, a negative hot take. Not a pot. If you came out and said the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl, you're drunk off your ass or sniffing glue, and we would all like some. But there's no negative hot take that you could throw out there that would be too hot for this town right now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna test that theory. I don't, How so? I don't think the Browns coaches were trying to win yesterday. I don't think they were. One, they only got... Well, they ran the ball 12 times with Nick Chubb. Well, and that's where and it starts. he averaged like 6.7 yards a carry. That's where it starts. And it just felt like, uh, from the offensive should we, side of Should things, we use the word? An experiment? Oh, that was the morning show's yeah. word on the six games with Deshaun. That's what yesterday was. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yesterday was a science experiment. They yeah. were just trying things. They were not trying to. I don't. I don't think they were trying to win that game. Yeah. And and weirdly, Kareem Hunt <laughs> because comes if they back wanted in. to win that game, they easily could have. Yeah, but then but then Kareem's back in, and 
I don't know. It just felt like a team that was like, all right, well, you know, we still have four quarters to play, so we might as well try some things. And there was another team that was like, no, no, uh, we'd like to win this one because we got the playoffs on the line. That's what that felt like yesterday. I mean, the- everything was weird about yesterday. Like, even in Joku's touchdown, it was like he caught it and he, like, just casually puts the ball across the goal line. <laughs> yeah. And, and even Gumbold was like, doesn't even know it's a touchdown. It was just a weird day. Is it unprofessional of me to say how much I dislike that broadcasting crew? It was a rough broadcast. Yeah. Like, I just, and, and by I, the way, I, and I don't even know if it was all the announcers because sometimes, you know, the actual production behind the scenes can screw up a broadcast mm-hmm. and it just was not great. I will say that the broadcasting crew and their, um, I don't know that you care about this game mentality upset me almost as much as the Browns getting the crap kicked out of them. But it just, it was, and then today, uh, what was 625 is that's when I saw the tweet and it had happened within like a two minute time period. They fired Joe Woods and in my head. And cause then there was the, the Cami justice tweet, um, who tweeted out that, uh, the Browns aren't expecting at this point to make any more changes. And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, this is Baker 2.0. This is a scapegoat. So the scapegoat is now Joe Woods. Yep. They're going to hire a new defensive coordinator. Yep. Um, and oh, by the way, that new defensive coordinator who they hire could have, could end up replacing Kevin Stefanski. Well, but just to the idea of the scapegoat thing, does anybody, because this goes back to when you, when I, when I've called Baker or when anybody on the station has called Baker a scapegoat. Oh, you think he was great? No, 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 no. Nobody's saying that Baker nor Joe Woods was great. It's not what anybody's saying, Dusty. Yeah. What we're saying is he's the guy that everybody's pointing to and saying it's all his fault. Listen, Joe Woods needed to be fired. That can be true. Joe Woods was a part of the problem and part of the accountability issues and part of the leadership issues. That can uh, the actual on the field decision issues. That can be true, and you know what else can be true? He wasn't the only one. He's not the only one. And for this organization, no, and, I, I, and it's not fair just to blame Joe Woods because Joe Woods, you know, has and frankly, if you go back and look at some of the um, analytics, quote unquote, or stats from the last, you know, seven, eight games, and the defense has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, he is an easy scapegoat, yep. and they are going to use him, and Stefanski's going to use him as a scapegoat to to basically buy himself another year. Do we have our thank you, Joe Woods tweet yet? I haven't checked Instagram or Twitter. Do we have our – because that's what you got to do, right? Is When you fire a guy, um, I uh, – who did – oh, Houston. They fired Lovey Smith into the sun after one year, and he dared win that game to lose them the number one pick, and they hit him with a thank you, Lovey tweet on the way out. I do want to know. Do we have our thank you, well, Joe Woods? I don't know if we have the thank you tweet, but I we need do it. have the thank you comments. Like, oh. We have the re- release from Kevin Stefanski in, in the oh, okay. Joe Woods. What a great guy. I just, well, you listen, he's a great guy. We wish his family the best. Um, as, we, you know, as we ship him out of town. As we just fire his ass into the sun because it was clearly all his fault. And that's what – so that, to me – I, I would love, and I heard I heard everybody on the station at some point has had some sort of passionate, frustrated moment about the Cleveland Browns, and I just don't know that I can, I don't know I can do that today. I don't know that I can spend the next five hours telling you how moronic this organization can be because by them looking at Joe Woods and saying, that's the guy, it's all his fault, we fired him, and now we're better. Just doing that tells me they're not serious about winning. Mike Tomlin has habitually, literally, the guy won a Super Bowl with Bruce Arians on his staff and forced his ass out of town. Like, Mike Tomlin has consistently churned over that staff. He's been the only consistent. 
He ran Keith Butler out of town after Keith had been or retired him. Sorry. After he ran Dick LeBeau out of town. I was going to say Dick LeBeau's there for a hot minute, right? Like it's just, but again, can I be mad if, if they don't care enough to address every issue in the organization? Can I lose my mind on a black Monday again when all they've done is fire one guy and point to him and go, ah, that's him. It's him. That was the fault. Now we're now we're better. We're moving on now. And uh, you know what? And we totally wanted to win those last six games of the season. We wanted to make the playoffs. I don't. I just don't know. Who, I don't know. I can believe who, this organization. Who, who would anymore. you rather be right now? Would you rather be Pittsburgh or Cleveland today? I mean, I'd still. I couldn't live in Pittsburgh. No, no, no. Take away the city and oh, the yeah. awful drivers and all that stuff. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's okay today. I, I mean, as a franchise, I'm saying. Would I'd rather be Pittsburgh in a heartbeat? I think it's okay to say just for just for today, just between us gals. I'm a little jealous of that organization over there. Gosh darn right, it's it sucks the, that organization. They just fr- how do they do it? To Albert Breer, our guy MMQB, just tweeting out the Browns are scheduling to uh, an interview with ex Lions coach Jim Schwartz for their defensive coordinator opening. Per sources. Uh, Cleveland, and this is uh, obviously on top of the reports that the Browns have already requested interviews for Steelers senior assistant Brian Flores and Patriots linebacker coach uh, Gerard Mayo. You heard an MK's update, Sean Desai. And I mean, I think out once, like, I really like the Gerard Mayo thing. Uh, Albert brought that up to us like three or yeah. four weeks ago. I, you know, not no experience as a defensive coordinator, but has basically been the de facto defensive coordinator, just hasn't called plays. Uh, I I could not – I don't think Brian Flores is coming here. I would not hate that at all. Uh, Those would be my two guys. Jim Schwartz is okay. I I mean, I think you could do worse than Jim Schwartz. I'm always about a D.C. that definitely has had head coaching experience. He's been a really good D.C. in this league. He's a great defensive mind. Um, I'm just worried a little bit that – a couple things here, okay? And, and again, we're going to hear from Stefanski in about one hour. And the one thing that I want to hear from Kevin Stefanski is, is he the one making this decision? Mm-hmm. Because if, it's, if, if, if we get one of those, and we probably will, oh, this is a collaborative effort. We're doing it. Like, no, no, no. Is this Kevin Stefanski's decision to make who his next defensive coordinator is? Because I don't, I don't want another Todd Haley, Hugh Jackson situation. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I, you know what? I, I would settle for just Paul De Podesta isn't making the decision. <laughs> I would just settle for me and AB are going to make. I'd this also settle for decision. what does Paul De Podesta do? Yeah. Oh, we got we got some sound on that today. Um, but again, the big reaction: Joe Woods got fired. And, and the question we've asked you guys is: Do you see Joe Woods as a scapegoat? And I listen. Two things can be true. He can deserve to, the Browns. Needed to upgrade over Baker a year ago. I can buy into that. But it was painted as they needed an adult in the room. It was painted as if Baker was was solely at fault. Was the chief problem last year. I think Joe Woods gets fired because... I think Joe Woods gets fired because the defense was bad. I think the defense was bad because Joe Woods isn't a great defensive coordinator and because Andrew Barry massively undervalued the importance of bringing in good defensive tackles. I think it's as simple as that. So how can we, how can we, how can you say Joe Woods is the fault if Andrew Barry's roster building guy, led to it? Well, but I think the point is 
good organizations have to be beyond that. And by the way, sometimes bad organizations, like if if the Ravens are one and done in the playoffs this year, guys, yeah. Greg Roman's getting fired. It's reached, He is there, Joe Woods. So good organizations succumb to this as well. But then they stick the landing on firing or on hiring the right guy beyond that. Right. And I think that's the problem here. Is I I mean I hypothetically I like Sean Desai. He is an Ivy League guy. He had a really bad defense the one year that he was defensive coordinator in Chicago. I I like Gerard Mayo. There's some risk there though as a guy who's never called plays. I like Jim Schwartz. He also hasn't been in the NFL for almost three seasons. So. Like every guy, so the only guy that doesn't have a butt next to his name is Brian Flores, and I don't think Brian Flores is coming here. So it, it's just this, it's kind of this uh, cyclical thing, Dusty, where it's like, well, I totally get that you had to fire Joe Woods. Okay, but that's the only move. Okay, but who are you going to hire him? Okay, but who makes the hire? Okay, can they make a good hire? Like it just, it continues to kind of getting into this this rotating wheel. And by the way, Jim Schwartz got run out of Philadelphia because Howie Roseman and the analytical crew did not like him. So I kind of, and, and Andrew Barry was there the year uh, that, um, that Jim Schwartz was the defensive coordinator and Howie was planting stories to get him fired in the Philly, in the Philly paper. He was literally to try and to try and get the public support so he could <laughs> fire Jim Schwartz out from under Doug Peterson. So like and so, how is this guy entering the equation when Andrew Barry was Howie uh, Howie Roseman's uh, right hand man? Great question. I, I listen. I I don't know. Um, I think that this whole thing is going to be fascinating. I want to hear the press conference today. Um, I do think that Joe Woods was the scapegoat. He had to go. We knew that. I mean, I'm not like saying that this was the wrong decision to make. It was the right one. They had to do it. They made it about seven eight weeks too late, mm-hmm. but. They did it, and now here we go. Can I tell you what actually pisses me off about that? What's that? I think Joe Woods was probably fired eight weeks ago. And I think the only reason he was kept on is because Kevin Stefanski, Paul DePodesta, and Andrew Barry are very smart. And they knew if you fire Joe Woods... And, and things don't drastically get better? Yes. Then their asses are on the line. Yes. You can only you only get so many scapegoats in the NFL. It's like quarterbacks. No, you only no, get so many point, quarterbacks. I think you're absolutely dead on to something here because I, I think that they are smart. And you also, in this business, in this world, you realize how many opportunities you have to kind of salvage your job. And they they held on to this guy until the very last moment. Well, and what frustrates me is it it harkens back to what you and you and I said. I don't know their number one emphasis yesterday was winning that game. And I think if you listen to the morning show, they made a pretty good point that they don't know winning down the stretch. You think the, they were happy with uh letting them run the football like uh, bleep through a tin horn? I don't know that they were happy, but I think that they I think they had some things they wanted to accomplish and if they won while doing those things, goody. And if they didn't win, well, but we still got the things we wanted out of this game because we're not going to the playoffs. And that just, that that absolutely does chap my ass. That absolutely is. If you were, if you really want to know the difference between uh, Mike Tomlin and Kevin Stefanski or the Steelers and the Browns, is that organization would never, ever, ever do anything that gets in the way of winning. And that's the frustrating thing today. At all costs, they want to win. And by the way, Mike Tomlin wouldn't just have one scapegoat. 
He'd have six or seven of them bastards. Like, it's just so funny, too, man. Like, last night I, I watched that Lions game, and I love Dan Campbell, and I love that team, and I think they're so fun to watch. That team found out 45 minutes prior to the game that they were eliminated from the postseason, and they played harder than I've seen the Browns play all year. Mm-hmm. Yep. It Be- was because it, you because the other like it was person such a could fun game to yep. watch because they just said we're just going to kick your ass. And by the way, they did it to keep now in the same point. The difference is the Lions knew all right. We have to win to keep Green Bay out of the playoffs. So Cleveland, if that wasn't their mentality, they basically were just hoping that either the Jets or the Dolphins, um, or sorry, that the uh, the Dolphins or what was the other game? Wasn't it the Tennessee game that one of those teams wouldn't blow it? That yeah. that Pittsburgh needed both teams to to lose. So, but again, well, we got some things to accomplish here. If it isn't winning, then what are you doing? And and so here, this is the way. I'm not sorry. I didn't mean to intentionally go all Mandalorian on you. <laughs> um, to me, they'll prove to me that this wasn't about scapegoating Joe Woods or scapegoating somebody for the second straight offseason when they do one of two things. One, Kevin Stefanski tells us at 3.30 that he's not going to be the play caller next year. Which I think that would be a very smart decision. Or two, somebody either explains what Paul DePodesta does or at some point after the draft this year, Paul DePodesta is summarily let go. Those two things happen, or one of those two things, all right, then it wasn't just about Joe Woods. Maybe you can delude me into thinking this wasn't just a scapegoat to save our time, to- save us a little and, bit and, more time. And also, like, not to to not talk about Andrew Barry here, but like, can we look at Andrew Barry's draft picks? Yeah, there there's some there's some picking apart to that. There's some picking apart to that. I mean, I think the biggest thing with him, he, he sent me this great tweet from last night from Mina Kimes looking at Brad Holmes' last two drafts with the Lions, Mm -hmm. literally, they've got eight starters, quality starters, out of that last two draft class of of basically rookies and second-year players. Can I offer a devil's advocate take on that? Sure, you can. They also had top five picks, uh, or sorry, top ten picks each of those years, and 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 multiple firsts. And you're right. And they hit on, on Aiden and Jamison Williams, you know, and they got Panay. I mean, they, they've they've hit on some some players, but there's also guys that they've gotten. I mean, like Amon Ra, Amon Ross St. Brown mm-hmm. was a fourth round pick. Yeah. James Houston a sixth round pick. James Houston's a sixth round My pick. Kid can ball too. He's kicking ass. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.